Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. <laughs> Come on, Caesar. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. <laughs> Tommy, do that to me right now. All right, thank you. Subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 32-year-old woman, and I'm falling for a 43-year-old man. We met online and bonded because we were both very lonely. I work full-time at a school, and he is a screenwriter waiting for one of his movies to get greenlit by a big producer. He said if that happens, he will be set for life. We decided to meet up, and I asked him to meet me halfway since he lives an hour from me. He told me he doesn't have a car, so I drove three hours to see him. When I got to his apartment, he said I couldn't come in because the couple he lives with doesn't want strangers inside. He explained that he's staying on their couch in exchange for some cleaning and other housework. He said he didn't tell me because he didn't want to scare me away. I was very put off by this, but he offered to take me to lunch, so that made it better. We had a nice meal, and things were going great, until his card was declined at the restaurant. He stepped away to call his bank, and then asked me to cover the bill. He was embarrassed, but I assured him that it was okay. 
We decided to get a hotel room so we could spend the day together, but his card was declined again. So I put the room on my credit card. He called the bank again and said his account had a glitch, but he could pay me back within 24 hours. That night, we had the most intense sex and amazing conversation. I haven't been back to see him because he can't afford a hotel room. I still haven't gotten my money back either. He said he's falling in love with me, so I don't want to mess this up. I'm trying to believe in his dreams. Is he a work in progress or he is he a loser? Please advise. Ah, I'm going to say a loser. Okay, that's what I'm going to say. He is a loser. And I'm going to say it to you too, loser. I think you're a loser too. Because what are you doing having sex with a man you met online and, and you... You did all the work, you know, to make this stuff happen. You drove three hours to see him. You paid for the food because his credit card was declined. You paid for the hotel room because his credit card was declined. It was a glitch in it, he said. You gave it up the first night. You made it way, way easy for this man. And uh, you said being lonely, that's what this will do to you. I, I don't think that's a reason just to give yourself away to some man you didn't even know. This man is 43 years old. Where is he working right now until he gets his big break? Usually that's what writers and screenwriters do. They have another job and they work on their their stuff, you know, in their off time. If he's a writer, I mean, surely you would have seen some of his work maybe published in a magazine or online, a local newspaper. Maybe, you know, he would have written you a poem or something. Uh, uh, I, did you even read or see the script that he was waiting to get produced by some big Hollywood producer. Uh, it, it, and is that really where he lives, where he took you and said he couldn't take you in? All this stuff just sounds suspect to me. I mean, you didn't really think he was going to pay you back, did you? You said he didn't pay you back. Did you really think he was going to? This guy is not just a loser. He's a user. And I, I just say, stay away from him, okay? Don't worry about seeing him again. He's not for you. Steve? Well, this is my kind of letter right here. Thanks, Shirley. This is yeah. my kind of letter right here. Thank you. First of all, I want to thank, you know, uh, I just want everybody to listen to this letter right now. Right now, I just want you to know that the talent that God gave me is about to shine through brightness. You're about to see my ability to take foolishness, point it out at levels where a lot of people don't see. See, Shirley's a nice Christian girl. You know, she ain't had the life I didn't had. You know, she ain't told as many lies as me. She ain't no. been in as much situations as me. So she ain't gonna see this stuff. Like, here you go, listen to me. 32-year-old woman falling for this 43-year-old man. They met online and bonded because we both were lonely. I work full-time out of school and he's a screenwriter. He a what? He a screenwriter? Right. Girl, that ain't even the real title for it. He a screenwriter? Waiting on... Here go, now this way, let me, let me show you how it looks. Waiting on one of his movies to get greenlit by a big producer. <laughs> what? What? Who is it? <laughs> what big producer? Who gonna greenlight this movie? Why would a big producer go through everybody they know to get to him? <laughs> he said that if that happens, he'll be set for life. One movie, dog? <laughs> <laughs> that you think? Hold on, part. 
You think if Spielberg had just made one movie, he'd have been sick. You think if Denzel had just stopped at Mo Better Blues, you think he'd have been sick for life? Partner, is you out of your rabbit ass mind? You know how much stuff you got to put together? You're talking about if he, he'll be self left. We decide to meet up, and I ask him to meet me halfway since he live an hour for me. She told me, you know, so I drove an hour to see him. Okay, that's another thing. He's a screenwriter. Three hours to see him. Hold it right there, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Black representation is so important. It lets you know you can dream and realize those dreams. The next generation of influential black voices can be found at NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by oldest girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? Okay, now, in order for me to recap this letter, I'd have to go too far. So let me just take you through it, because the subject is, is he a loser or a work in progress? Shirley called him a loser. I got to agree with her 100%. This man is a complete loser. I'll point it out to you as we go through the letter. 32-year-old woman falling for a 43-year-old man. Met online, bonded, because we were lonely. I work full-time out of school, and he is a screenwriter right there. <laughs> Good Lord Almighty. He ain't been what? able to show nobody a screen that he done written. Anybody taking movies out in Hollywood right now? Okay, so let's go with that right there. Waiting on one of his movies to get greenlit by a big producer. Boy, do you have any idea the process it is to get to a big producer in Hollywood with your new ass with this script? I ain't saying it can't be done. I ain't saying you can't have dreams. But, oh, Lord, this one tough. He said if that happens, he'll be set for life. Boy, one movie is not going to set your ass for life. I can tell you it won't. It, that's not how this works. You got to put these things together, man. You got to start stacking paper. You know, you do you think Brad Pitt would have been all right with one movie? Tom Hanks with one movie? No, man. Eddie with one movie? No. You got to put them together. Yeah. We decided to meet up, and I asked him to meet me halfway since he lives an hour from me. He he told me he don't have a car. All right, come on now. <laughs> Loser. 43-year-old man. He told you he didn't have a car. You let that go. So I drove an hour to see him. When I got to his apartment, he said I couldn't come in because the couple he lived with don't want strangers inside the house. I dun, beat dun, that. Dun. You done drove an hour to his apartment to find out he don't have an apartment, that he's staying with a couple that done told him your ass can't come in here. He explained that he's staying on their couch. What? He's staying? This a 43-year-old man staying on his couch. See, listen to me. I'm the last person can talk because I've been homeless, and I lived in a car for three years. I met women while I lived in a car. I can tell you it didn't go good. I can just tell you it didn't go good. Because when I would say, say, can I come over your place? We in it. <laughs> but at least you had a car. Hey, he doesn't even have I, a car. I met a girl at a one-night show one time. We was driving around in the car. I was going to try to go to a Waffle House or something. She said, uh, uh, you stay around here somewhere? I said, yeah. Stay in she here. said, where? <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. Now, you staying on a couch. Now, and you staying on a couch in exchange for some cleaning and other housework. So now he a maid. 
<laughs> so here they're cleaning toilets and doing dishes and carrying out garbage and stuff and mopping flows. Okay, but he a screenwriter now. He said he didn't tell me because he didn't want to scare me away. Your ass should have got in your car right then and turned your ass around. But oh, no, you ain't that smart. I was very put off by this. You wasn't put off that much. Because <laughs> guess what you did? He offered to take me to lunch, so that made it better. Well, oh, plate of food. All right, here we go. So now, since that made it better, we had a nice meal and things were going great until his card was declined at the restaurant. So now, it was going great because he took, bought you some lunch. Then found out he couldn't pay for the damn lunch. Right. He stepped away to call his bank and asked me to cover the bill. He didn't talk to nobody at that bank. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> what did he call the bank and say? You know, good hell, well, ain't no money in there. He stepped around the corner and told you he called the bank. He talked nobody at that bank. Matter of fact, they'd ask him to bring his ass down there so they could leave him. Maybe this overdraft. He was embarrassed, so I assured him that it was okay. You're such a nice person. We decided to get a hotel room so we could spend the day together. What? Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. After all that didn't happen, your desperate ass... After you found out he stayed on the couch with the other couple that he a housekeeper and he a screenwriter waiting on the big producer and he ain't got no money. And he took you to the restaurant and you ain't got the money. He called the bank and then went and told you, y'all going to get a hotel room so you can spend the day together. But his card was declined again. If you can't pay for the food, how the hell are you going to get a hotel room? <laughs> so I put the room on my credit card. He called the bank again and said his accounts had a glitch in it. Yeah, the glitch is called ain't no money. It's a big glitch. I've had three years of them glitches. But he could pay me back in 24 hours. That night, we had the most intense sex and amazing mm-hmm. conversation. Hey, can I come back on this next break? Y- yeah. Because this is very important <laughs> right here. Because I want to share with you uh-huh. why you had the most intense sex and amazing conversation. I'm going to share with you why that happened. And I don't have the time in the little bit of time we got left. But y'all need to focus on it. Because when we come back. You need to find out how you can have the most intense sex with a person that ain't got no damn money. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, <laughs> post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and Instagram on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up, part three of today's Strawberry Letter. Is he a loser or work in progress right after this? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we're back with part three. Here's the strawberry letter with part three to it. The subject is, is he a loser or a work in progress? So you left with telling us uh, you We've were going to explain how you can breaks, have the most y'all. So just briefly, amazing let me explain something to you. This woman that met this 43-year-old man who's a screenwriter, they've been uh, online <laughs> and they met, and you're trying to figure out if he a loser or if he's a work in progress. Me and Shirley already said they're a loser. Just a couple bullet points to remind you why we think he's a loser. Uh, he's waiting on the screen uh, play to get bi- uh, greenlit by a big producer. That's one. He said if it happened, it's going to be set for life. He's 43. Then uh, you drive to meet him, and you told him to meet you halfway, 
He told you he can't meet you halfway because he ain't got no car. You drove all the way to see him to got to his apartment, and then you found out that you couldn't come in because the couple he lived with don't want no strangers inside their house. He then <laughs> he told you that he was right. staying on their couch in exchange for doing housework and other chores. <laughs> then he told you he didn't want to tell you that because he didn't want to scare you away. And instead of getting scared, your ass stayed. But then he offered to take you to lunch, so that made it better. Then he took you to lunch, and when the bill came, he couldn't pay for the damn lunch. So you put it on your card. I don't know how good or how good that damn meal was, but then right after that, y'all decided to get a hotel room so y'all could spend the day together, but his card got declined again. He couldn't pay for the damn meal. So how he gonna get a room? What hotel was y'all at? Glenn's Motor Inn? Listen to me. A hotel room that? normally costs more than food. You know, th- four hours for $20. Uh, oh. You know, and he said his account had a glitch in it. Mm. Glitch? <laughs> no, his account ain't had no money in it. That's the biggest glitch of them all. He said he'd pay you back in 24 hours. Now, this is where we left off. That night, we had the most intense sex and amazing conversation. Well, first, let me deal with the amazing conversation. First of all, he's a screenwriter. Mm -hmm. He know how to tell a story. (laughs) And you like listening to him. So that's a good-ass conversation. (laughs) Now let me tell you why you had the intense sex. Because he was screwing for opportunity. (laughs) He was screwing for a chance. He was screwing for hope. He was screwing for somewhere to live. He was screwing for another payment. He was screwing for somebody to clean up this bank account of his. He was screwing for somebody with a credit report. He was screwing for somebody that's working down at the school center. He was screwing for anybody that could get his ass off that couch because he tired of doing housework for these white people he living there with. That's why the sex was so All intense. Right, we gotta go, Steve. Screwing with purpose. <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.